0: that's why it feels so good in the moment because it's like getting another hit and then a fix in a certain way and that's what after it ends that's why you feel like crap again because really you've just been like pushing down your emotions and trying not to feel them in a way because you'd rather feel like this temporary bliss instead of you know what's actually going on and what you're actually dealing with um yeah and it's just a distraction at the end at the end of the day yeah. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to our
1: podcast.
0: I have a question for you really quickly. Okay. Do, what high school are the bitches in Euphoria attending? Because I... I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I really don't keep track of what I talk about on these episodes. It's like I brain dump and then it's like a complete – like I just erase it from my mind, I think. Yeah, same. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I don't know. It's literally like – I like store all this knowledge for this episode and then once it's done recording, I just like eject file.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like whenever you like give a presentation – and then you get up there and you realize you don't even remember what you it's said. It's a complete
0: like, you know, just like a uh, catatonic state. Like, I just don't know what's happening. I, I have no idea. It's, it's a like, fugue state. Yeah. It's like in that moment, you're kind of paralyzed. Yep. Like, yep, it's exactly what <laughs> recording a podcast is like. So, you know, if you ever want to start one, there you go. That is the, the tidbit take. You just have to dissociate for an entire hour while you have this conversation and go into a fugue state where you don't remember anything that just happened.
1: Yeah. No, I don't know. I really have this um, annoyance with these shows that portray
0: high school students to be adults, basically. Well, wait, you're telling me that in high school before I met you, which was like for your first two years of high school, yeah. um, you weren't going to happy hour and getting drinks with your friends at the local bar like they do in Gossip say Girl? say that I unsuccessfully did
1: that. Like, who... I'm just, I'm like, if we're going to portray high school, let's portray it. Like, or maybe we just grew up in a time where
0: that wasn't a we thing. Grew up, we didn't have social media for one when we, we were up, in high school. We grew we had with Facebook.
1: We grew with social media. Yeah. But like, we had. F- Facebook, right? But like, we didn't like we weren't like in fourth grade with an Instagram, a TikTok, no. a Facebook. Like we didn't no. have that.
0: I had to make a MySpace behind my parents' back. Okay, I like, was never allowed to have one, so I didn't. I, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have. Of course, you didn't. But like, I wasn't allowed <laughs> to have one either. I still made one. That's how I got the job I have today because of I knew HTML coding from MySpace. Thank you, Tom, right. for giving me that skill.
1: Right, and like I wasn't allowed to use AIM. I did get a Facebook in two thousand nine. I did you have.
0: were allowed to use AIM. Mm-mm.
1: Oh I, my no, god! I didn't. I know. Oh I know. my god! But I did. I, but I did have a Tumblr.
0: All the petty girls remember like making their away status like some random like Hillary Duff song lyrics that like that boy and like your class was. Oh my god. AIM was so much fun customizing that away message every single time with all the different colors. I l- Slack doesn't give me that option.
1: <laughs> Do you remember what the name of the one was that came out where you could ask questions?
0: Do you remember that one? Form Spring. Form Spring. And ask. And it FM. was so,
1: and they were so bad.
0: Oh my god, I got bullied on that shit. That was terrible. Yeah, because it was
1: all anonymous questions and then, that people could ask. And then
0: Yik Yak. <laughs> okay, know? I lived for Yik Yak. That I, was when I was in college.
1: Wait, I did too. Why did they get rid of Yik Yak?
0: Apparently it's back. Oh. It probably I it's probably not back. the same. I mean, it's not but, the same as it was, but yeah, because you joined like a little community. And so I had my college. That's like, I fucking lived and yeah because you on could, that. I mean, you yes. like
1: learned about, I mean, it wasn't that great
0: all of the time. Children it was, like, got bullied. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be like, bl- but
1: you knew what was that. going
0: on. Yeah. And like, if I heard like a gunshot, I was like, "Hey, is that a gunshot or a firework?" I need to know. (laughs) I need to go on YikYak and check it out. But yeah, Yeah. Form
1: Form, Spring, Form Spring, Spring, wow, Form Spring, and Ask FM were really bad. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I only, I, mean, I like got on there like once or twice and I was like, I am, in, this is toxic, toxicity. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. This is toxicity. I'm done. I don't want to be on here. <laughs> yeah. So. No,
0: it was, I, they were asking for trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Remember kick? Did you ever have mm-hmm. kick? But I heard about it. Yes. Like, oh my God, the salacious things that happened like on our phones I like was ridiculous. we
1: So we grew with social media. But we were like all bullies, <laughs> or bullied. Like we were all either really yeah. mean. Like I remember drawing. I remember drawing devil.
0: I'm sure kids are worse. Oh, definitely. Now, though.
1: Like I remember drawing like devil's horns and like beards and mustaches on people in my yearbook that I didn't like. The
0: fucking Aries. Uh-huh. Like, I swear. And I hit it. Y'all think, here's the thing. Y'all think Hannah's a fucking innocent. She got that like cute little voice going on. Like, who me? I'm a nine. I would never hurt anybody. I want everybody to be happy. No, she's fucking Satan. Y'all don't realize it. Y'all don't fucking realize it. she puts on an act for y'all so she can seem like the good one and I'm the bad cop in this situation. No, she is just as bad. Y'all just don't see half the shit. You don't see it, but also I'm not as bad as I
1: was. I was hanging out with... Yeah, you're worse. Oh, wow. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad I've made progress and growth. Um <laughs>
0: You never to talk shit about people in high school. At least when I was around you, oh no. Like I was
1: really upset that pe- that shit was being talked about me. <laughs> I was like very offended.
0: <laughs> and now you're like, did you hear about like, it was so ins? Let me. Like you'll text, i like, you'll mm, text me the moral high road, You'll are text are me
1: something. I'm like, oh, I have the tea. Are you ready? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, I texted you. Today, I was like, can I be a bitch for a second? And you were like, always. <laughs> I was like let's go what did I
1: say I was like I can't remember but I was like absolutely like I need to
0: know of course I need to know all I'm things. I'm ready I need entertainment let's go
1: mm-hmm. yeah let's like go. I don't know why I'm the person that people are telling things about other people too. That makes me wonder about myself <laughs> how so? I'm like is there a reason you're telling me am I do I do I look like I spill the tea? Because I do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you shouldn't tell her shit because she's going to tell other people like me. At least, like, I have so. to tell at
1: least one person, and it's either you or Blaine. Honestly, it's both of y'all. Who am I kidding? I was
0: going to say, I was like, what does he know that I don't? <laughs> mm, nothing, really.
1: And vice versa. Um, he's always the first person I text with a quick follow-up to your phone. Okay. So, like, you get the same information, but he's first because... You know, I feel like he has to be, and then well, it's just you and my phone. So <laughs> you're still my first pinned conversation. Yeah, so, so it's are you, you, and with then your little it's lobster it's face. you, and then Blaine. So. Do you do win on the penning of the messages because he doesn't ever text um, me? I will be bringing
0: that up in my speech at your wedding.
1: (laughs) Like he doesn't ever text me on the phone. We just use that app. So, oh, so
0: that's the fucking reason. No, you know, no. But he is Mm pinned. No, he's mm -hmm, no. mm -hmm. You're pinned
1: because I text you the most. I go in the order of whom I text the most. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I was telling, I had a friend over last night. I was telling her this something similar along that vein because I was texting some guy and he was like updating me about his normal life. And I was like, I don't care. I have to establish with all these people, I don't care what you have for breakfast. There's only one person who could tell me what she had for breakfast. And I would be like, oh my God, that's awesome. And that's Hannah. <laughs> And I feel like that's just like because... Like, you texted me earlier, like, <laughs> I really want to buy things. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, tell me more. <laughs> like, if anybody else texted me that, i feel like, okay,
1: cool. Part of Go it... Go buy it? Part of it is, like, I miss... I'm just I'm, your brain dump. Well, you're my brain dump, but I also miss you. So, like, it makes me feel like we can still have that, like, closeness that we had when we were, like, in person yeah. all the time. So... Mm-hmm. um Stella is trying to get in my room right now. Um, no, bless her heart. But yeah, so I think that's kind of why I do that because I'm like,
0: oh. Do you ever wonder where our friendship would be if we didn't have this podcast and I had moved across the country?
1: Yeah, I mean, I still, yeah, I still feel like we would talk and hang out because mm-hmm. we we did mm-hmm. way prior to like when we were both in college. But yeah, um, but yeah, we wouldn't. I don't feel like we would make as much of an effort to like FaceTime each other true yeah but but yeah. yeah because we get on to like record and like it's like two hours later and then we're like oh we should probably record um
0: <laughs> we probably um <laughs> when, we say we're reco- <laughs> a- when we
1: say we're recording we pretty much sign up for like a date and then we record <laughs> it's like let's catch yeah, up pretty much because it's hard to not catch up like it's hard to just jump in um yeah unless we it's both like unless we a, both like- have somewhere to be or whatever well here i'm my. Need to be in my bed, um, but you actually might like go out and like enjoy your life. I need to be, I, I need to have, <laughs> um, because it's still early there, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like ready to go to bed, <laughs> and I still have to pack a bag for a trip that I'm going on to- tomorrow. So,
0: I mean, right now, I'm just gonna eat dinner tonight. That's, that's all I true, do that's true. fix me dinner. I know,
1: I know after a long day of work, it's like, uh, bed sounds nice, and like maybe some food.
0: So. I low-key, like, have enjoyed, like, spending Friday nights in, though, instead of going out on Friday nights, uh, because, like, beforehand, I was, like, not working on Fridays at all, because that was when we would always record all our podcast stuff and everything. So, I mean, I already kind of was staying the night in, because I would just stay over at your place um, for a while, and it would just turn into the night, and then we would just go get food together and everything. Yeah. Which, low-key, I miss Olive Garden. Um, we
1: had Olive Garden this week, and I thought of you. <laughs>
0: I know. Look, the closest one's in Burbank, okay? they Chain restaurants don't exist out here, which is fine. Fast food doesn't really exist, which is fine. I mean, it does, but, like, you don't see this as much. It's fine, but it's also, like, kind of inconvenient. Like, if you need, like, a quick... Going anywhere in L.A. is inconvenient. That's what I was going to say. Like, if
1: you really need, like, a quick... I guess that's why people, like, grocery shop in all these crazy places Mm. and...
0: Yeah. I mean, one, I've never bought as much groceries before in my life. And then on top of that, I cook so much. And then I, if I order takeout, like I'm honestly I'm getting Uber Eats. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm getting Uber Eats and just going and picking it like having it delivered to me instead of going somewhere, getting takeout and then, or like getting fast food and everything. It's just easier to get Uber Eats. Um, because it's, like I said, it's an inconvenience to drive literally anywhere in Los Angeles. Um, I, I, I was talking to a friend last night about this. And I this is, I, feel free, if you're not from LA, just skip forward to this. Because, like, this is such an LA conversation talking about traffic. <laughs> oh, Everybody in this fucking city talks about it. Oh, <laughs> but, like, I was talking about how when I was at home, I would live on the other side of town and would make, like, a 15-minute trek to Target. And that was like fun. Like I didn't mind going quickly. Now I live in a, like one mile away from Target, less than a mile away. And you want me to go to Target after work? No. Like it, I just, even if it's drive up order, I'm not doing that. That's insane. You're asking way too much of me. No, That's I'm not so doing funny. that. so funny. Cause you used to like,
1: love to like, like you and I are very similar in the, like, we would plan a lot in our days and we would like beep bop mm-hmm. around town like to different places mm-hmm.
0: now if i'm already out like if i go into work at the office i'm already out then yeah fine or if you but, like go on
1: a saturday and your like plan is to like go to several different places then yes but like just going for that yes. one thing like we do here in north carolina like oh mm-hmm. darn i forgot this ingredient for my like let me just hop on over real quick to the grocery store mm-hmm. and grab that one thing or whatever like we we do that here because it takes two seconds mm-hmm. i can't imagine mm-hmm. trying to do something
0: like that I in mean, la it takes two seconds it can take two seconds here i live like right near whole foods but do you want me to walk to whole foods i don't know about that <laughs> I don't. even though i wanted to purposely live in west hollywood so i could be in a walkable area um I can't walk anywhere at night. I'm a white girl, and I, I'm small. Like, I can't walk anywhere. <laughs> you're so, small. And uh, the reason is I don't mind driving. I love driving. I'm really happy I lived in L.A. and it's not New York because I like the aspect of driving. That's not the problem. It is parking. Mm. And you're, That's and you're the like issue. me. It's I'm, parking. I'm really anxious about parking. Like, I will literally, like,
1: Google um, search it so I can see where the parking decks are, like where parking
0: is. Mm-hmm. Oh, the app Spot Angels, not a sponsor, is uh, my favorite app now because you can see parking and like where, like what the hours are, like what the rules are for that area on the street. You can find parking spots. Like you can put in the time of day you're gonna get to that place, and it'll tell you like what's available in, around you, like if you can park on the street or whatnot. My so. heart.
1: Does that work everywhere? Is that like a like a yes. global yes. app? Okay. Yeah. You want to yep. share the link in the show notes for me? <laughs> Because, (laughs) like, that would be a lifesaver because, like, it's not really here. It's when I go, Mm -hmm. like, to a different city, but I know some. like, when we went to Nashville, when I went to Nashville with Blaine for recording, like, we wanted to go to the Johnny Cash Mm -hmm. Museum, and we didn't know where any parking was, so we got stuck at, like, a $30 an hour parking deck in the middle of downtown Nashville. It was terrible. Um, But... Like that would have been nice to have because then we could have probably found like some street parking or like something a little bit different that was still close, I guess, instead of having to just pay thirty dollars. Yeah. So, yeah, um, put that in the show
0: notes and yeah, that would be really yeah. It may be everywhere. It just depends, like, cause it's so um, what's the word? Um, user like made like it's up to people it's in probably that area like to ways.
1: Upload. When they say, like, if it's there's, up, like, yeah. a cop on the road or
0: whatever. Yeah. It's up to, like, the people who use the app to update, like, what the parking rules are, like, in certain areas. So if it's not popular in your city, that it, that's why. Like, there's not enough people in that area using it. But I'm sure, like, when you go to visit bigger cities, like, it, you're going to have it. It's just really nice because then um I can not stress about, um like, parking yeah, and things like that. Um, so yeah, that was such an LA conversation. Really oh, was. Well, you'll
1: be proud of me. I, I changed my mindset this week about cooking and I cooked homemade vegetable soup you. and I cooked breakfast cookies and I went out to dinner with my parents. Um, mm-hmm. tonight we went and got sushi, but I came home and I was like, I get to make this. <laughs> I was like, it was like, I felt so silly, but I was like, I get to make <laughs> this casserole for Mm -hmm. lane for the weekend because i'm gonna be out of town i was like i'm gonna be a Mm -hmm. good wife whatever little little housewife and i and like i did it and it like didn't even bother me like it was super easy because it's a a chicken casserole like i make all the time it's really simple it's got like four ingredients and so i just like Mm -hmm. put it together and put it in and then put some like um corn and green beans on the stove for him and um he ended up taking his hibachi takeout but that's okay because he said he'll eat on it this weekend but i just like wanted to like I don't know. Be nice, because he's done really nice. Yeah, he's done really nice things for me this week. Like, um, he vacuumed Mm -hmm. unexpectedly, and I came home to like clean floors, floors, and that was really nice. So, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna do the same for you. And I have a white. We have a whiteboard on our um, fridge that has like it's Mm -hmm. like Monday through or Sunday through Saturday, and Mm -hmm. we just put I I wrote where we were gonna like. like our meals, So like vegetable soup, takeout, um, and then like whatever I put. So that whiteboard has really helped. Trying to have a plan has really helped and I'm excited. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great. My word of the year is wellness. So we're doing thing and it's going to be great. But what?
0: Thank you for, thank you for checking, like checking in and like you know, updating us um, from last week's episode. Really appreciate that. Okay, so to pivot a little bit, my
1: captivation, I'm really excited about this one because (laughs) um, if you know me, I love music. And I was watching um, Danielle Carolyn's YouTube video and she mentioned a Spotify playlist. And I've never really like, she mentions them all all of the time, but I've never really looked into Mm -hmm. one. So there's a Spotify Mm -hmm. playlist called Dopamine. And... Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Um, It's like literally just like happiness on a playlist. Like they have um, Mm -hmm. like The Spins by Mac Miller, they have Cherry by Fletcher and Hayley Kiyoko. Um, you okay. have the so hot you're hurting my feelings song that you're like obsessed with and I have a question God. I have a question about that song yeah. and I need okay. to know if it's just me or these are the lyrics you know how sometimes we hear like lyrics that are like totally in- incorrect yes you
0: typically get them incorrect so does she
1: say show me your banana nana 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what lyric you're referring to but it's definitely not fucking it Let me see if I can find it. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear that? (laughs) She's saying, Show me the banana. Oh my God, it's not, it's not false.
1: It's real. Oh my gosh. It is. Oh my gosh. I was. It is on genius. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was in the car with Blaine yesterday and I was like, I really think she's saying, show me the banana, nana, nana, nana. And he's like, no way. Like, that's not right. And I was like, I legitimately, like, I'm really bad because like in um, um Fergie's Glamorous, When she says, um, when she's talking about like days when I had a Mustang for the longest time, I thought it was days, like, I can't remember the lyrics before, but it's like days when I had a mustache. I legitimately thought it was that.
0: You also thought that one song by Willow, instead of it being like, or whoever it is, like, it's, caught a vibe. Oh, yeah. You thought it was cuddle vibes. Cuddle vibes. No, it's caught a vibe. And then the one that, the Katy
1: Perry one you told me about, I cannot unhear it. Uh, the so the dark horse one, yes. <laughs> so like I, I was like, "There's no way it's that." So that's hilarious because I love that song. Like you were telling me, like you love yes. that song. You like listen to it all the time, and um, but yeah, it's on that playlist. I just so had it's to. It's in reference
0: to so the guitar that you hear in the background of that part is actually her voice with like a synth, a synthesizer, whatever it's called, maybe. Yes. Um, and that a. Uh, She said in the magazine, let me find the actual, so she says, it says on Genius that in an interview with um, the singer, she referred to this section as the first guitar solo I've ever done with my voice and confirmed that the Bridges' back back vocals were singing the lyrics, show me the banana.
1: I love it. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. I'm really glad that I heard it correctly because I'm really, really bad. Um, so even in, um, Justin Bieber's holy song where he's like talking about running to the altar, I always wanted to say running to the ocean every time. Oh,
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yes. I think you need to incorporate a fruit into your next song. (laughs)
1: Um, have you heard, heard have you heard the song cherry by Fletcher?
0: Okay, no, you need to I listen to it. Sherry it's so good.
1: By Harry Styles. But it's Fletcher and Hayley Kiyoko. It's so good.
0: Oh, I can imagine yeah. what it's about. So, it's called Cherry. So anyways,
1: um, that's the gist of uh, Three Nights by Dominic Fike is on there. There's some Phineas on there. Um, Doja Cat, Phineas and Ferb? No, Phineas like Billie Eilish. I know, I oh, know, okay, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've only gotten about halfway through it, but I'm I'm really I really like listening to Spotify playlists because I feel like I like know most of the songs, but I learn other people, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, I want to listen to mm-hmm. their music. So
0: yeah, well, that's also someone's job to curate that whole playlist yes. too.
1: Anyways, Show I digress. News. Show me the banana.
0: Wow, <laughs> every day is a school day. You. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "There's no fucking way." I'm
1: so glad I was finally right.
0: <laughs> I I don't know what I thought it was. I was just like, "Show me, a, like, yeah, show me, yeah." Something. Just kind of
1: like mouth, like singing along with it, but not really. I was like, like, Show me the banana, banana, and Blaine was like, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> "That's what she's saying. I promise." And he was like, "Uh
0: huh, okay." So, okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. Show me the coconut. <laughs> That's going to be your next lyric. Mangoes. You I go. like Hear mangoes, well. so we'll figure out. How- show me the, show me the, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, my captivation is my new dining table and uh, dining chairs. I haven't got the table yet, but I bought it. It's being ordered. It's from Creighton Barrels to Odyssey White Table. Look, I'm a basic bitch, okay? I wanted to get Sesca chairs, however the fuck you say them. The Radaton looking wicker Italian looking chairs that every bitch on fucking TikTok has. Um, I wanted them. I got them. I like was like I'm gonna spend all of my paycheck on a dining room table and Well you need chairs that. Like that's fine. actually
1: something functional that you need. And then and you will yes. take with you. So
0: Yes, and then I wanted that basic ass bitch tulip white table from Ikea, but it's sold out everywhere, so I just bought the one from Crate and Barrel. Is it more? Yes, but it's Crate and Barrel, so. It will last. It will last more than Ikea Definitely last longer, so. Yes, and I get in-home delivery. I don't have to assemble it myself. I do have to assemble the dining chairs, though, but they're from uh, Amazon, so I will leave a link for those in the show notes. Nice, so, so everyone can, can be them. a basic bitch like you. Yes, <laughs> I fine. love it. Fuck you! Uh, trust me, I hate <laughs> my dining
1: room table and chairs. Um, I don't. Uh, that's rude. Um, they were given to us when when you receive mm-hmm. free items in the moment. It's really great because like you then don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars furnishing your first place. But mm-hmm. then you want to get you're rid of them, it. and you don't know the nice way to be like, "We got rid of your things." Yeah, so, you're stuck with it. So, yeah. I'm stuck with them until I get married. I feel like that's an appropriate time to be like, "We're gonna get our own things. Here you go." All
0: right, cool, I guys. New last name. We're buying our own shit now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can now, we can that's- now do our own things. Okay, we are, we are adults here.
0: <laughs> Did you know how hard? Do you know how hard it is to change your name legally? Yeah. You know? like, not like out of out of marriage. Not not, not I'm not talking marriage. Oh. like well, it's hard in marriage, was- so I'm sure it's hard without marriage. Well. So, I have a friend who has been married, and she's divorced, and she doesn't want her maiden name because it's ugly, and then she doesn't want her ex-husband's last name either. And I didn't realize the reason so many women, when they get divorced, they keep the um, their ex's last name still because it's so hard to, like, if you don't want your maiden name, it's so hard to change your name because you're literally changing your birth certificate. Like, you got to, like, get new thumbprints. you got to tell the FBI, like, the FBI like has to know because they want to make sure you're not doing, like, tax evasion and shit like that. Like... It is so complicated. Like, she's been, like, it's, like, almost a year process that she's been trying to legally get her new name. Like, so, yeah, it's just, mm. I, this is why I'm just not going to change my name. <laughs> this is I say that for the longest time, just not changing my name. And also, by the time I get married, I'll have professional credits underneath my um, maiden name. So, I'm just, like, I'm not going to bother um, with that. I also like my name as it is. So Yeah, I like your yeah. name, too. It just flows. It just rolls off the tongue because I don't want to move Burton to my middle name.
1: Yeah, um, but you don't have to At like least
0: you could still you could. But I also don't want to get rid of Burton and either. You don't want to
1: hyphenate? Yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I'm just going to be a three person name. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Here we are. That's totally fine. Um, I've, and I've said it on repeat. The only re- only way I'm changing my last name is if my, my husband has a cooler last name than I there do. There you go.
1: <laughs> there you had it. I'm, meanwhile, you're I meanwhile Adams and Miller. There's literally no. <laughs> There's nothing they're they're both very popular last names, so um, and I'm going down the alphabet, so that's fabulous. I'm no longer first <laughs> a little salty, but it's okay
0: oh no, whatever shall you do? I don't know still be awesome <laughs> Alrighty, but before we get into this episode, uh, we are going to talk about a couple housekeeping things really quickly. Make sure you guys are following us on socials um, at the Gals Guide pod. We are starting a book club soon and we'll be going on Spotify Green Room live on february 4th so that is the end of this week by the time this episode goes up so make sure if you guys read the unhoneymooners by christina lauren we'll be doing our book club on spotify green room so just download that app it literally acts just like clubhouse and we're gonna be actually recording that episode as well so if you guys chime in ask questions you'll be on the episode because we're gonna upload it as a bonus episode that's so so you guys can type in questions yeah, you guys can type in questions or you we can like literally like get you on the voice uh and like have you ask your questions that way so you'll be like on the podcast, um in a bonus episode so that's pretty cool I think so make sure you and like even if you haven't finished it and you still like want to chime in and listen it's totally fine as well we know this was a little bit more last minute than like we originally planned so we have prepared for the next one as soon as this episode goes up and like we do that we will announce the next book and it'll be ready to go and you have a little bit more time to prepare but. Yeah, I hope you guys are excited. Like I said, make sure you're following us on our Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod for more information and just for updates and everything. And also follow us on our personal socials. Mine is at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And if you are listening on Spotify, you can now rate podcasts. There is a way for you to rate and give us a five stars. You can't leave it like a little sentence in review like you can on Apple, but make sure you guys are following us on Spotify and leave us a five-star review. We want to give some love to our Spotify listeners. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button as well. Leave us five stars and write us a little snippet, a little review. It makes our day. So for today's show, we are talking about... Am I just a rebound? Because this is a question I think at least I've asked myself a lot because I've dated a lot of men who have like ended a relationship and then I'm like the next girl I date and it's like very soon after I'm like, eh, or, like do you actually want to be in a relationship with me? Or am I just, like, a foster girlfriend? Like, and we've used that term before on a podcast. Like, am I just a foster girlfriend for you? Like, am I just fostering you for your next relationship? And that's, like, the relationship you're going to be in for the rest of your life. It's fine. It's happened a little bit too many times. I'm not salty or anything about it. But it, it can be hard to tell. Like, is this a real relationship or is it just a rebound? And we want to talk through that today and, you know, share our experiences with it.
1: Have you ever dated someone as a rebound have
0: you absolutely absolutely. <laughs> you, the musician yeah i feel i i feel there's a like little guy that we mentioned on this podcast and his name is the rebound that's
1: true yes uh yeah that's very true yeah because i feel like i've done or it's been both ways for me like mm-hmm. i've been the one to like date someone as a rebound or mm-hmm. like go out with them or, like, have a fling with them or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I definitely feel like I have been a rebound.
0: Um, Yeah. I mean, when you are the
1: rebound, it doesn't feel great. Um, No. And doing the rebounding, like, being the one to date them, it
0: feels a little great. Not going to (laughs) lie. It's a distraction. It really doesn't feel that great because, like, once you're, like, alone – like like if you they still, end it, yeah. they end it because mm-hmm. they have a sense that you're like they're, you're using them as a rebound. Um, then you're alone with your feelings and that's not yeah. fun. I feel like in the moment it's fine. It's but a high. Honestly, it's a high that you're chasing. It's but, that dopamine, right. because. If we're going to get down to, like, this um, psychology and uh, and neurology of it, basically, like, when you go through a breakup, it's like quitting a drug because this whole time you've been in a relationship, you've been getting this dopamine feeling from this person, and you're getting all these highs. And once you go through a breakup, your brain, like, can't understand, like, where, like, why you're not getting that anymore. So it's constantly looking for that next hit of dopamine, and then that's why you, like, have a rebound, And start texting, like hooking up or like seeing someone else because your brain's craving that dopamine. And so it's like, oh my God, finally we got it back. So that's literally like, you're like a withdrawal from a drug addict in a way, um, so that's why it feels so good in the moment because it's like getting another hit and another fix in a certain way. And that's what, after it ends, that's why you feel like crap again because really you've just been like pushing down your emotions and trying not to feel them in a way because you'd rather feel like this temporary bliss instead of, you know, what's actually going on and what you're actually dealing with. Um, yeah. And it's just a distraction at the end, at the end of the day. And yeah. I, I I think it's hard to also build a meaningful relationship from a rebound relationship. I don't think it's easy to spring that off of. It's not usually – you lie to yourself for sure and tell people, like, you know, it's a real thing, but it's not. Like, it's just uh, pretend in a way because you're trying to, like, simulate the previous relationship you were just in so you don't have to be alone and cry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like even when you, like, step away to, like, go – be by yourself even if like you go Mm -hmm. see that person again the next day like you feel very just not good and then like no I feel like I'm all like anytime that I've ever done it I feel like I'm always thinking about the person that I was with before like they're like I'm Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to use it to move on but I can't move on
0: and then Mm -hmm. I just overall feel gross honestly yeah so yeah so and then being the rebound it's only happened like once, and I, I and it's not something that I, I just I'm assuming that I was because of the time span between the persons the last girl they dated and dating me. I was like, I feel like, you know, you're not over her completely. There's little things I feel like you're not working through, and you're just you're test. you're testing me, like, you're testing, like, you're testing it with me to see if you are truly ready, and, like, you're needing that feminine energy to, like, nurture you in a way and take care of you, and then you realized, oh, fuck, like, we're, have been doing this for a while, you probably want a relationship, and that's not what I need right now, so it hurts on that end, um, but I, I think, you know, it's easy to kind of get sweeped off your feet. I think like with a rebound too, because I mean, it's so much like love bombing at the beginning because they're just going straight back from the relationship they were in to this new one. So there's like, they're picking up where they left off. Like they're going to start love bombing and do all the romantic stuff because that's the stuff that makes them happy. That's like the dopamine effect. So they're going to do all the love bombing stuff. They're going to give you between like complete adoration and then just, you know, utter silence the next day kind of thing. And it's, it's almost like, you know, like that love at first sight kind of feeling or like that lost at first sight, which is really what it is. Um, And you feel like, oh my God, like this is the one and this is amazing. And, you know you make like these deep on um, like deep promises to each other so quickly. And it's like, okay, like it's hypothetically you've only been together for like I, like a month at this point. So it's, I don't really know, but I feel like everything goes at hyper speed. And, but yeah, it's really slow at the same time. It's like, it's slow when you're together. If that makes sense. Like it feels, it feels like time slows down a little bit, which is fine. But then you're hitting stages like in your relationship, like boom, boom, boom at warp speed. And that's not healthy at all. No, Yeah. I've never really understood.
1: The like. Going so fast in a relationship. And I guess it's just because most of mine have been. A slow. So. Yeah. So like long. Um, term, I guess. I don't know. But like, I also do believe in the like. When you know, you know. So like. Mm-hmm. they're really mm-hmm. like for some people like there really is no point in like you know waiting or you know whatever and it works for a lot more people um mm-hmm. but when it's like a rebound I feel like that's when I notice things moving way faster mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even just like being an outsider and watching because other it's not people normal. right like yeah. you're it's not normal and I think I think attachment comes into play there oh. Oh, yeah. And, like, if you're, like, super, like, anxiously attached and you have, you're like... You're going to love a
0: hook. You're, you're going to love, love
1: that because that person, like you said, that person needs the hits of dopamine and they need to kind of simulate mm-hmm. the relationship. And so they're giving you all the things as an anxious, attached person that mm-hmm. you desire in relationships. Yeah. And so... yeah. Um, I think for somebody who would who is more secure would kind of see it as would maybe see oh, it yeah. quicker as a red flag than and someone even, who doesn't. Yeah. So
0: and even now, as 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 I am like working to get closer to a secure attachment, I'm able to pick up on those things mm-hmm. and I'm able to see red flags a little bit clearer. It's just enacting acting on,
1: them, <laughs> right? <laughs> calling right, them out, yeah, and
0: everything. Um, it, you're able to see it, but you're it's putting the putting the work to action in a way that you know we try to do but right.
1: and then like the more as much as it sucks like the more scenarios that you have been in as far as like mm-hmm. being the rebounder having a breakup or doing this like you're each time you're gonna grow more in like how you're going mm-hmm. to respond to things and so you're you know you probably have at this point a really good understanding of what you want based yeah. on all of the things that have happened same with me like i've been i haven't been in as many like relationships as you have but like i know what i want relationships do we <laughs> well, call well <them? laughs> you know what i mean like where where you're investing in another person um yeah. it is a sort of a relationship um so like i know what i want mm-hmm. even though i haven't been with as many like different people and like sort of having that relationship Mm -hmm. the amount of time and the growth and the, the changes that Mm -hmm. are the compromises that were made. Like I, I know now Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. it sucks to go through all those things, but it helps you, I think notice when you are a rebound or when you're just like trying to like make yourself feel better. And also like you said, pick up on those red flags like way faster. um, Yeah. And notice the things. Absolutely. Like, like you don't have, I don't know. I don't feel like, I, like, after my long, like, previous relationship, I didn't have on, like, rose-colored glasses for anybody yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, too, you get to a point where you just, you realize that it doesn't fulfill you the way, like, you know, it, it's not going to serve you anything, so you just stop. I think you reach a certain age, or you just reach a, cer- a certain growth point where you're just like, this is not going to serve me, so you just don't look for that anymore after a relationship ends. You're like, I'm just going to sit with my feelings, and that's kind of what I've done. Um I. And I think that shows a lot more security in your attachment when you're able to get to that point. But I think the the one telltale sign that it's a rebound is if the person just there's just complete like lingering bitterness over the ex or they just are trying to make the ex jealous. Like that ex is like the ex is almost in this relationship with you. And whether they're out of like they're over it whether they ended it. there's almost, like, this just bitterness, like, it's like a monster that's, like, within them kind of thing that comes out of nowhere, and they somehow will, like, if you do something similar to their ex, they'll bring it up in conversation, they find a way to bring their ex up in conversation, Um, and it's almost like they fixate on it, in a way, and whether that is, like, not taking down photos, going to places that, like, the ex also went to that, like, you guys have in common figuring out, you know, if you do something that the ex also did as well, that, you know, they bring up a conversation and you have to realize that you can't fix them. Like if that's what it is, like they have to get over the breakup. I know we always like, I'm always saying Bob the builder, uh, but don't. Uh, (laughs) And it's easy to assume like once they've healed from this, that you'll like be like this goddess to them in a way. But I don't really believe that that can happen while you're with them. Like, it's, they have to do that healing on their own first before you can come into their life and be this amazing, like, person that they're going to date and, like, have a meaningful relationship with because it's always going to be, like, in memoriam to that ex, in a way. Yeah. It also it just doesn't get as deep, like, as an actual relationship does because you're not getting into that nitty gritty or if you are getting to the nitty gritty and having the serious conversations, it's always about like the last relationship and like what went wrong. And it's like, okay, like you keep like mentioning your ex and you keep on mentioning like things that didn't happen, like it happened in previous relationships and you're projecting it onto me. And it's like, okay, like I'm not her. I'm never going to be her. You're no longer with her. You're with me now. And so if you're not over that and you, you know, you're out here saying like, no, I am, I am, and being really adamant about it, then a cat doesn't have to call itself a cat to know it's a cat. Like, you know, like you don't have, like, you know, when you're over somebody, you're not out here like professing to everybody that you're over your ex, you know? Yeah. Like it's, there's, it's never going to get serious when you're in a rebound situation, and it's never going to get deeper than what it is, like on the first couple of times you're hanging out, and you can start to pick up, like if it's just physical or if it's just, you know, like you're an emotional therapist in a way to this person, mm-hmm. and so I think for your sanity, I think the first time you realize that is that you, that's when you have to end it because it's. I don't think it's nothing is going to change. You're not going to be able to fix them. You're not going to heal them in a way. Yeah, and. Especially, like, if the, if the relationship ending wasn't their idea and it's, like, a huge blindsided moment. It was, like, such a shock to them. Then they're definitely trying to use you to, like, keep that dopamine alive and everything. And trust me, I always ask the people I'm dating, like, when's the last time they, like, they did, were in a relationship? And if it was, like, oh, like, it's February. Like, oh, January. Um, um, that's a little quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you're quite, I question the intentions then. And I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning the intentions um, either. Yeah. I think too, like this
1: might be a little bit of a, not opposing opinion, but just a little bit different outlook. I think as a society, we need to normalize like still working through our feelings about things like that. And like, I think we do mm-hmm. a good job of that whenever we meet new people about like having those hard conversations about like our previous mm-hmm. relationships. But like, I know for me when Blaine and I started dating, like I was still processing like the end of the relationship that I had been in for almost five years. And so um, I had to, one, I had to tell him I wasn't ready to, mm-hmm. for anything serious um, and that I would prefer like to wait a little bit. You established boundaries. I established yeah. boundaries. But then also when we did start dating, like there were times where I was still like processing things or like something would remind me of something that happened. And I think it can depend, like it's very situational and it b- very much depends yeah. on the per person. Yeah, But like some things like you don't realize that you haven't actually worked through them until something reminds you of them. And I think – um, it was Emily Wiseman who wrote a song called "Psychopath," and I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. But the whole premise—the whole premise of the song—is like, like she sees that her ex got engaged, and she mm-hmm. fe- has feelings about it. And mm-hmm. her current boyfriend, who is now her fiance, like had said to her, like basically, if you weren't feeling a certain kind of way, or if you didn't have a feeling, like. I'd almost think that, like, something was wrong. Because, like, it's very mm-hmm. normal to, like, f- like they were a part of your life and they were a part of you. And no matter where you yeah. are in your life, like, you're still going to react to it in some way. And so I think that sometimes people are, like, I don't know, like, too harsh. But, if, like, I agree with you in the sense of, like, if they just in a relationship and they're still, like, either not talking about it or not processing things Or they're just bringing Mm -hmm. it up and, like, every single day that you're with them, they bring up their ex. That is not okay, in my opinion. But if it's, like, something, like, very random where they're still maybe, like, processing or they haven't, I think that's something Mm -hmm. that people should normalize more because I think there's a big, I don't know, like, just gray area on, like... Being allowed to feel your feelings, but also like not at the same time—if that makes any sense. So
0: no, it does, um, it does, it does. But yeah, you can, you just, you can still heal, right? I think in a new relationship, but I think also too, you're exception to the rule because it wasn't just a rebound for you and you knew that going in and you made sure that he knew that going right and that's why and i established
1: it. the boundary whereas i feel like people yeah. who maybe would like actually just like jump into they're not going to say anything about it they're not going to say yeah. oh i'm actually not ready for this they're not going to want to take it slow like i'm not ready yeah. for this relationship but i want to explore this with you it's just going to have to be at a later date and he waited for me
0: yeah like he yeah. and if the person cares right. about you they will yeah so I think
1: that's like you know like something to look for. If the, if the person is straight up with you and honest, then mm-hmm. they might be the one worth like taking that risk for. Yeah. But yeah. if they're not, and then like they bring up Lucy every five seconds, oh Lucy used to do that with her fork. I don't know. That's the first name I thought of. I've, <laughs> Lucy Hale. You do that I with just, her
0: fork? I don't know. What? Like what is what is what was Lucy doing with the fork? Was she like Ariel, like brushing her hair? pizza. Like, don't cut your pizza, friends. You know the writer did cut his pizza. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about that. So did does, so does <laughs> the musician. Wow. Wow. I could
1: understand if it was like a fully loaded veggie
0: pizza or something. No. And like, Neapolitan. like soggy. Neapolitan. Mm. Your basic ass Neapolitan. Yeah, I know. should have been red flag. Um, another thing. You don't have much in common. <laughs> like, That's so true. And like, do you think, in a real world, in a real world where I was not rebounding, that the musician and I would have dated?
1: No. The only thing that was cool <laughs> about him was the fact that he was a musician.
0: But then he yeah. wasn't even that great. No. He wasn't. He was so boring. Yeah. Like, in theory. Like, he also was, like, dirty. Like, like, in the like not like in like the cool way, like in like the disgusting way, like he was dirty. He's like, like actually, there filth. was dirt under his nails. like he didn't clean a sink, and he lived in the middle of the woods. I thought I was gonna die when I went to his house for the first time. and I this don't is know why, why you share your
1: location with at least one other human being,
0: you know, my roommate and I, we started doing that, so we're good, it's all good, good now,
1: good, yeah, I know where you are. <laughs>
0: In L.A. You do. <laughs> That's it. You still have my location you, on, though. You so have you, mine. That, So you go. So there you are. You know
1: like, if I just yeah. don't respond for days, like, hopefully you might
0: look. I got I got Blaine's number. I'll just text him. <laughs> Yo, is your she, wife alive? Is she good? Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? This is weird. <laughs> he just murdered you. It's fine. Anyways. um, But, I, Yeah. It, you don't have anything in common, and it's like if you take away the pain that you're feeling, take away all of that. In a real life scenario, would this person? Would you ever entertain the idea with this person? Ten times out of ten, like no, you wouldn't. Like this is somebody that is feeling avoidance, convenient for you right now, and you're dating them because they like you, and that's the only thing you like about them is that they like you. There's nothing else to it, and at that point, you can't build a relationship off of that because you're, like, probably they're below your standards, typically. Like, there's deal-breakers involved that you normally would weigh them out for, but at this point, you're like, nope, I'll take it. Like, he lives with his mom, fine. He, you know, watches anime and plays video games every single night. I know for you, that's not a deal-breaker. For me, that is. I was going to (laughs) say, anime was on earlier, so...
1: I I I just messaged I was messaging Chelsea Curtis about something else and anime came up and I was like I'm really glad that she likes anime because then I don't feel so odd.
0: Yeah, I mean it's never something I I would like just turn
1: on, but it is very actually
0: very good. So, but like for instance, for me, like I wouldn't you normally date a guy who like doesn't know how to cook or like clean a sink bare minimum things um and i did because i was lonely and wanted to avoid and he was
1: giving you attention
0: i mean he was just cute
1: question mark he was giving you attention and he was making you feel yeah. wanted Barely, and yeah. desired well yeah he could have done better but like yeah and that is when you're in a rut like that is enough to get you at least out of it for a little bit. Yeah. Make you feel something yeah. again. What, the regardless guy of what I it truly,
0: is. Yeah. The guy I truly rebounded the doctor from, like the, the one who was the rebound because that was like a quick turnover. Like it was two-day turnover. Um, he loved bomb the crap out of me because we were, I, I was in Ocean City, Maryland for a bit and he was like, I wish we could just teleport to each other. He was like talking about like, future things and I
1: was like, okay, like future plans for you yeah. guys and I was like, Okay, well, you just met, so yeah. Um, yeah. Do you even know her but middle like, name?
0: Outside, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Outside of date, outside of the rebound, I would have dated him. That's true because yeah. he was hot. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, and he had like he had things
0: going for him. Did I tell you he's in Venice now? That's funny. Yes, you did tell he me that. In now. now. Mm-hmm. Ten times. How much you want to bet my ass would run into him out of Not the I'm like dull. millions of people? of the billions of people that live in this fucking town, I would run into him. Ten bucks. It's going to happen. I know it. I'm prepared for it. And I'm going to torture him. Um, It's fine. (laughs) Like, that is the exception. But at the same time, there were things that were off. And I should have known they were off. Because I like let certain things slide that I normally wouldn't. And I was just like going off of, he was giving me energy that I was wanting and love on me because he had ulterior motives himself and it's, I'm over it. It's fine. It's whatever. But I feel like that's the only exception I have to that rule. Normally I, every other guy that I've like, whenever I had to do a rebound, like they're below my standards typically because I'm needing that quick fix in a way. It's like, you know, when you've done drugs and, you know, for, you know, pe- the gals that, you know, do drugs. I was like, well, um. <laughs> I haven't done drugs. It's just psychology. But it's like when you do drugs and it's like, you know, you're so desperate for a hit that you start, you know, doing Like doing things you wouldn't drugs. do. Yeah. 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 Like going, like, oh, you never would try, like that kind of drug. But now you, like, are because you're desperate for a high in a way. So, that's what it comes down to, I think, with the rebound. Like, you're going after guys that you typically wouldn't go after, but you're so desperate for that hit that you're like, whatever, this is fine, I'm going to go with it. And, like, you're just lying to yourself at the end of it. And even when you know it's a rebound, like, you are the rebound girl and, like, you know that they're using you for a rebound, you still go with it sometimes. Especially if you have an anxious attachment like the secure girls, I'm not gonna put up with it, but the anxious girls, like, yeah, like you're gonna put up with it because you're like, oh, like at least he's giving me like attention and like blah blah, blah blah blah. Maybe I can change and fix them. You can't, mm hmm. And especially, like, it's annoying, like, when their energy is so hot and cold. I think it's a great sign as well, too, because, like, for one minute they seem like they're into you, but the next they don't, and you just don't really know much about them either. Like, they're just like this, like,
1: you are like a mystery, a honestly. And that, yeah. and that's intriguing
0: and, and the, to a lot of people. The rebound yeah. is intriguing. And it's flattering. Yeah. It's flattering because nine times out of ten, they're asking like a ton about you. And like, you know, people love talking about themselves. So like, you know, you're telling them all this stuff about you, and but they don't want to, like, you're unveiling all this trauma that you've gone through, but they're not like really doing that. It's a pretty clear sign that they haven't taken time to heal from it. And I think at the end of the day, it just feels like you're being... Like, compared to this invisible yardstick that you can never measure up to in a way. Like, you can never meet, reach the end of this goal. And you feel like you're competing against somebody that's no longer in this relationship. And you're just, like, this nagging feeling of, like, you were the first person out of this whole lineup out of convenience. And if you notice that, I think that's when you have to end it. Like, if you... If you see the kind of girls they previously dated and you are not similar in that way, I think that that is usually a sign, if that makes sense. Like, people typically have a type that they date, if that makes sense. Like, if you're the outlier, if you don't, not just looks, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. Like, if you don't personality or hobbies or anything. Yeah. Like, really for me, the doctor should have been the outlier in that whole scenario. But, um, like if there's no thread of commonality and you're that one outlier, it's typically probably because you're a rebound in that way. So that's the things I always like would say to look out for. And that's how I would kind of wrap it up. I think once it's in your head, it's hard to ignore and I think at that point that's when it's time to run. And it won't be fun if you've just started to like get invested in this person, but you also have to know that sticking around and hoping that they'll magically change for you and like love you and like stop comparing you to the ex and that, you know, they're like just forget that person and throw them out the door. It's not gonna happen. And just holding on to that's gonna hurt even more. So you have to set yourself free. Yeah. As painful as it may be. Yeah. That's great advice. And if you're using somebody as a rebound, stop. Bad. Don't do that. We,
1: d- we do <laughs> not approve.
0: <laughs> that's survival We have a survival been, tip. We have been do there, that.
1: but don't do that.
0: <laughs> don't do that. Do as we say, now as we do. That's our, that's our philosophy. Yes. That's our guidance for you at least. And I think that's a good survival tip to leave on.
1: And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram
0: at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a gal scout in our Facebook community.
1: You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our
0: podcast. So thanks for listening, gals. And we hope you come back for our next journey. At Parker, our
1: purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices.